0: Hello and welcome to You Bet Your Life from otrgold.com. This
1: episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word tonight is room, R-O-O-M. Really? You bet your life! More than 3000 Desoto Plymouth Dealers of America present Groucho Marx in You Bet Your Life. The comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. And here he is, the one, the only Groucho! That's me, Groucho Marx. <laughs> Well,
2: here I am again with fifteen hundred dollars for one of our couples. Feniman, whose place to try for it?
1: Well, a greeting card writer and a man who sells gadgets, Groucho. They were selected by our studio audience just before they came we came on the air, and here they are now, Mrs. Helen Ferries and Don L. Davis. I'd like you folks to meet Groucho Marx right over here. Please. Welcome for the
2: DeSota Plymouth dealers. And if you say the secret word, you'll divide a hundred dollars in cash. It's a common word, something you'll find around the house. Mrs. Helen Ferries. Farries is name. Farries. Uh? Mm-hmm. And uh, you're uh, Mr. Davis, I presume? uh, Yes, sir. Mr. you sell gadgets?
3: uh? Yes, sir, I do.
2: Uh, Don, is that your name? Yes, sir. I'll call you Mr. Davis, sir. Okay. You can call me Don. Uh, uh, Okay. Mrs. Uh, Helen Farris, you're a greeting card writer, is that right? Yes, sir. Well, I have only one thing to say to you, greetings. Same to you. Who do you you work for, uh,
4: Helen? Buzz Cardozo.
2: Oh, I've heard of that. That's, that's in Korea, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs>
4: no. Mr. Buzza is the president, and Mr. Cardozo is
2: chairman of the board. They're my bosses. I see. Mr. Buzza buzzes Mr. Cardozo, and Mr. Cardozo buzzes you. Huh?
3: <laughs> uh, well,
2: who, who do you work for, uh, darling? Gadget of the Month Club. The Gadget of the Month Club? Yes, sir. What, what's that?
3: That's the only organization in the world to take an idea and guarantee to sell and deliver at least 100,000 units of your idea.
2: Let me get this clear. If, uh, if I have any ideas, you can sell them? Yes, sir.
0: <laughs> Occasionally
2: I get a few ideas, but I doubt if you could sell them.
0: <laughs>
2: in fact, you could be arrested just for thinking of them. <laughs> well, how do you make any money out of this racket uh, club? Uh,
3: um, you see, we uh, are the only organization in the world that people buy things sight unseen, and pay for them in advance. That proves that they love new things so well. They don't even know what they're getting? No, sir, because it's a delightful surprise of getting these packages when the mailman delivers them. Well, uh, for example, what do you consider
2: a delightful surprise?
3: Ah, uh, well, one That's of our... That's a reasonable question, I think. One of our very delightful and successful gadgets is a gadget known as Kitchen Doozy. That's what you consider a delightful surprise? Kitchen doozy. What, what is a kitchen doozy? A uh, kitchen doozy is the first new idea in tea kettles in 100 years. It uh, has a, a flare, top for, uh, flare top, for example, which reduces the boiling time by one-third the time. It has a bumper guard on it so it doesn't nick the other pots and fan. It has an indication which tells you how many cups of water you have left You can use it to warm the baby's bottle. You can use it also to melt your shortening. You can use it to wash dishes. as a dishwasher. It has a whistling tea kettle attachment, and it has a safety valve, so in case you go away and forget to turn off the water, it won't blow up. And it's also used to water indoor plants. It's got 13 (laughs) different features in it. Can you make tea with it? Oh, yes, sir. (laughs) What are some of your other gadgets? Well, here's one, for example, called the Scotch rubber heel, which permits a uh, Scotchman... I other... used to know one.
2: Huh?
0: <laughs> which
3: permits a man to never have his shoes run down because a disc revolves as you turn corners, so you never aware of the, uh, the uh, corner of
2: his shoe. You must lead
3: a pretty complicated life, don't you? Well,
2: let's talk about your job, Mrs. Ferris. How many greeting cards do you write in a year?
0: Oh,
4: about 100 to 200 a week. 200 a week? Yes, sir. How
2: long does it take you to write one of these uh, deathless gems?
4: Well, that depends. Sometimes about three minutes, and you're sometimes as long as 15.
2: What qualifications are necessary to be a greeting card writer?
4: Well, I think the main thing is to be able to rhyme. After all, most of, them, most of them have you have to rhyme. be able to rhyme, mm-hmm. you know, words with another, yet make a meaning. I nonsense. didn't know that was
2: a requisite of uh, things, huh? Mm-hmm. You say you have to have a knack for rhyming. Let's see how good you are, eh? Mrs. Farris. I'll give you a line and you make it into a poem. Well, let's see. Uh... I had a date with Sadie uh, Dunawetter. <laughs> <laughs> Try that on your harpsichord.
0: Did you
2: say Dunawetter? Dunawetter.
4: I had a date with Sadie, Sadie Dunawetter. Stuff. Ever you. since that night, I couldn't forget her.
2: You don't know the phone number of Sadie Dunn about it, do you? <laughs> now, what seasonal cards are you writing now? Valentine's Day, 1952. 52? Yes, sir. What happened to 51? We're all through. Why, you, why did you skip a year? We don't. We work a year and a half in advance. Oh, you're all through with
0: 51, eh?
2: Yes, sir. Tell me, who, who won the White Series next year, you know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> or the Yankees, probably.
2: <laughs> don't bother me Answer that. I know it was the Yankees, eh? <laughs> Well, you've been a very interesting couple, and if you're not careful, you're going to be very happy together. (laughs) Now, in just one minute, you're going to play your bet your life for a chance at $1,500. But right now, I want you to listen carefully to Mr. Feniman.
1: Who takes care of that car you drive? Let us suggest you drive yours into a DeSoto Plymouth dealer's tomorrow. For there, you'll find the kind of service that suits you to a T, And, of course, the pride and joy of all DeSoto Plymouth dealers are the two fine cars that they handle, the brilliant DeSoto and the beautiful Plymouth. DeSoto is one of America's outstanding automotive achievements, a truly magnificent car from bumper to bumper, a car that's economical to operate mile after mile, month after month, a car that's a joy to drive, because of its built in comfort and great safety. And of course, because you drive without shifting. And as for value, you'll be amazed how far your dollars go today when you buy a brand new DeSoto. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth, the American beauty. So tomorrow, come on in where you see those two great names linked together DeSoto, Plymouth. <laughs>
2: All right, here we go. Now, let's see if you two will get a chance at the $1,500. Fannerman, explain the rules in your uh, one-syllable words. All right.
1: Each of our three couples has $20. They bet as much of that 20 as they want on each of four questions. And the couple that earns the most money gets a chance at the $1,500 DeSoto Plymouth question later on in the show. Is that, is that, uh, yes, is
2: that clear to you, too? All right, mm-hmm. now, here we
1: go. Let's see how
2: high I can build you $20. You selected holidays and special days. Here's your first question. How much of the $20 will you try? You like? Ten. Ten. 10. Mm-hmm. What holiday falls on February twenty-second? Washington's birthday.
3: Washington's
0: birthday. Is... <laughs>
2: well, you're on your way, folks. You have thirty dollars. I don't know how they ever figured that out. Huh?
0: <laughs>
2: That's really a pretty obscure <coughs> question. Now remember, you're going for fifteen hundred dollars tonight. Now, how much of your, how much have they got? $30? Thirty dollars. How much of the thirty you're going to risk on this? 20? Twenty.
3: Twenty.
2: Twenty. What special day falls on the third Sunday in June?
0: Father's Day. Father's Day
2: is right. Now you're climbing. Now you have fifty dollars. Well, now here's your third question. Uh, how much have they got? They have fifty dollars. You now. Have fifty dollars. How much are you going to bet on this? Forty. Forty-five. 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 What holiday falls on the seventeenth of March? St.
3: Patrick's
2: Day. St. Patrick's Day. Now well, you have ninety-five dollars. Sure, and you're climbing up there. You got ninety-five dollars. Now how much are you going to bet on this one? Ninety. You're going to bet ninety. Here's your last chance to beat the other couples. You're going to bet ninety dollars. What day is on is on the second Sunday in May.
1: Mother's Day. Mother's Day, Mother's day. Mother's day is right, and you'll wind up with a grand total of one hundred and eighty-five dollars.
2: <laughs> Thanks and good luck from the Desoto Plymouth dealers.
1: Groucho, the secret word is still room. I know that, George. Uh, Just before we went on the air, we selected a housewife from the studio audience, Mrs. Jean Dickman. Her partner is Mr. Willie DeMond, who is a hosiery designer, and here they are. Folks, come on in here and meet Groucho Marx.
2: Welcome to You Bet Your Life. And if you say the secret word, you'll divide $100 in cash. It's a common word, something you always find around the house, usually or frequently. You're a hosiery designer, eh? Well, this ought to be fun, eh? Mrs. Uh, Jean uh, Dickerman, you're a housewife?
4: That's right.
2: Where, where are you from, uh, Jean?
4: Los Angeles, originally Long Beach.
2: What does your, your husband do?
4: He sells automobile parts.
2: Parts? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, how'd you meet him?
4: Well, I met him in an icebox. <laughs> you met him in an icebox? Yes, I really did. I was... Uh, Were dem- you always cool
2: to him, or just that <laughs> particular <laughs> no.
4: time? I was demonstrating cheese, and uh, I haven't... <laughs>
2: And he was on exhibition?
4: No. He was a butcher of the, the owner's son, and he was helping out in the meat department. Wait
2: a minute. Wait a minute. That's so well, a class there. Well,
4: I kept my extra supplies in the butcher's icebox at this market because it was handy to where I was demonstrating. So? Well, while I was in the icebox getting fresh supplies, he came in looking for a leg of lamb. That's and his I... stuff. <laughs> and was that what you were sporting in
2: those days? No.
4: Well, I guess he was surprised to see me in there. Anyway, he well, like slammed the door so, huh? and it jammed. Well, the fellow's
2: looking for a leg of lamb and encountered you. Huh?
4: <laughs> well, we were locked in the icebox together, and uh, well, we were in there for an awfully long time, so we got pretty well acquainted. And he tried to keep me warm, but well, finally someone came. And, let us out. <laughs> and uh, so he made a date with me for the next night when we had to go back out. in the ice box? No, no.
2: <laughs> now, where do you go on your, on your honeymoon? Did you go to Alaska or someplace? No. North Pole? No.
4: Well,
2: who do you work for, Mr. DeMond? Well, I'm associated with Sanson Hosier Mills, manufacturer of picturesque stockings, but I have my own mill, and I'm better known as Willie's of Hollywood. Well, I know a lot of people in Hollywood who have the Willie's. (laughs) What do you do in your job, uh, Willie? Well, I have to create stockings and look for the unusual things in (laughs) Hosiery. You look for the unusual things in hosiery? Willie, why don't you just let well enough alone?
0: Let right? <laughs> sleeping
2: dog's lie. What sort of uh, work did you do before you became connected with uh, women's hosiery? Well, I used to box a great deal. I had 86 fights and about 60 knockouts. And uh... You were knocked out 60 times? No, no. I knocked the other fella out. Oh, well, that's a wonderful record. You made a silk stocking out of a cauliflower ear, in other words. <laughs> now, what was your biggest fight? Well, I never did have my biggest fight. I was scheduled to fight in Madison Square Garden. I was quite a young boy, and my mother uh, objected to my boxing. She thought it wasn't the right thing for me to do. And well, would, would that have stopped you, I mean? Well, it would let me go on unless I got a note from my mother to let me fight. I was one under 18 <laughs> years of age at that time. Imagine a guy in the ring with a note from his mother.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't
2: hit me. Look what the old lady says here. <laughs> Then a fella picks it up and starts reading, and he knocks him out.
0: <laughs>
2: well, you make a very interesting couple, Willie, and uh, next time I want to see something in women's hosiery, I'll, I'll give you a ring, or I'll call Gina. So. <laughs> now, let's see how you make out in the battle for the $1,500. You've got to run your $20 into more than our other couples. Fenneman's offstage to remind our listeners how much the first couple won.
1: The greeting card writer and the man who sells gadgets won one hundred eighty-five dollars. Right, now
2: here we go. Let's see how high I can build you twenty dollars. You selected movie hits of the past. Here's your price question. How much will you bet? Ten
0: dollars.
2: Ten dollars. Okay. Who played Red Butler and Gone with the Wind?
0: Clark Gable. Clark Gable Clark Abel. Clark Abel is right. Thanks. And
2: on their way, Groucho, they have thirty dollars. You got $30. Remember, you're going for $1,500 tonight. Now, how much of your 30 will you bet on your second
0: question?
2: $25. $25. Who played the Portuguese fisherman in Captain's Courageous? Take a stab at it if you don't know.
4: Oh, wait. Who oh, was in Captain
2: Courageous? Um. Well, uh, I'm sorry. It's, it's Spencer Tracy. Oh. Oh,
0: okay.
2: You should have known that, although it's quite some time ago. And they've dropped to the $5 now, Groucho. No. Well, uh, that's a shame. I'm sorry. Here's your third question. You're going to bet the five, I presume, huh? Why don't you bet four eighty?
4: dollars huh? it's <laughs> 4 oh, Something for
2: your fourth question. All right. $4.50. Four, four, How much have you got, $4? Five. Oh,
4: five. you got
2: five. Okay, well,
4: that's pretty good.
2: Who played the title role of Little Miss Marker?
4: Charlie
0: Campbell. Charlie Campbell. On the way again, you, no, i
2: have 9.50. You got 9.50. That's 50 cents more, you mm-hmm. can get three <laughs> pairs of stockings. Here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much are the 9.50? Oh, 9.50, why not at all? No. I have nothing to
4: lose. It's the last...
2: <laughs> this is the... 9.50. This is it, kids. Who played Captain Bly in Mutiny on the Bounty? Um. Uh.
1: Lawton. Lawton. Lawton is right and they wind
2: up with $19. Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Thank you very (laughs)
1: much. Uh, Groucho, the secret word is still room. We asked if there were any high school students here tonight, and just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected Sandra Bazrod and Phil Lamar. And here they are. Folks, come on in here and meet Groucho Marx.
2: Sandra Basrad and Phil Lamar. Welcome, youngsters, to the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. And if you say the secret word, you'll divide $100 between you. It's a common word, something you'll find around the house. <laughs>
0: uh,
2: sixteen. Sixteen? Yes. You're a big boy for sixteen. That's a good age for a high school boy, I think, sixteen. <laughs> Certainly better than 41 or something.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, what is your age, Sandra? Seventeen. Seventeen, that's a good age for a girl, you know, whether she's in high school or
0: not.
5: <laughs>
2: well, where do you live, Phil? In Los Angeles. hmm where, where are you from originally? Los Angeles. A world traveler.
0: Like <laughs>
5: where
2: are you from, uh, Sandra?
5: Well, I'm from Pittsburgh, but I was born in Cleveland.
2: You're from Pittsburgh, and you were born in Cleveland? Right? Yes. Were your folks commuting at the time? <laughs> no. <laughs> Now, uh, Phil Lamar and, uh, and, uh are, are you married, Phil? No, oh, sir.
0: <laughs>
2: Strange, isn't it? Why now? Several several reasons, I guess. Well, could you name a few of the reasons? Then?
0: Well, I'm not old enough, for one. I don't think my parents would like it, me going off and getting married. And I'm working, but I don't have enough money to support a woman. Could you support a girl? They're not quite so
2: expensive. Have you got a girl? Yes. You have. There are 30 million married men in this country who thought they had the same reasons for remaining single. (laughs) (laughs) All gone, never to return. (laughs) At what school do you take your siestas, Phil? L.A. High School. You go to the same school, uh, Sandra?
5: Oh, no, I go to a good school. Well, there's
2: a woman for you. Everything's quiet and serene, and she's itching for battle. Where do you go, Sandra? Fairfax. Why do you think your school is better than L.A. High?
5: Well, uh, Ricardo Montalban graduated from Fairfax.
2: He did? Yes. There's no question which is (laughs) better. Ridiculous to even discuss it. it? <laughs> now, uh, how do modern schools operate, uh, Sandra? For example, give us a brief outline of uh, an average day.
5: Well, I start off the morning first period, and I go to advanced composition, and then French, and then we have a twenty-minute break for nutrition. Then I go to civics class and costume designing class, and lunch period comes in, and then I go to drama class and gym class, and every once in a while we go to our homerooms and fill out. <laughs>
2: You the word, room the word, room And you uh, and Phil here will split uh, $100 between you eh? Don't, don't oh, try take care to of it. salt that away <laughs> I think you ought to let the woman handle the money, huh? So. Eh?
0: Not yet, I'm not married Well,
2: I know, but it's just a question of a few minutes now eh? Now, Phil Yes, sir. Don't pay too much attention to that money. I'll guarantee that you get your $50. If I have to keep 25 of it myself. <laughs> now, are you interested in any extra uh, curricular activities in school, such as spend the bottle? Yes, I'm going out for cross country at L.A. You mean you run from here to New York?
5: <laughs> <laughs> You're not
2: the super cheap, are you? <laughs> what is your special interest in school, Sandra?
5: Well, dramatics, I think.
2: Dramatics. I thought every high school student was dramatic. Especially when they're explaining their report card to their parents. (laughs) Now, Mom, I'd have had a good... But the teacher just doesn't like me, that's all. (laughs)
5: Well,
2: what do you you learn in your uh, drama class?
5: Oh, we learn diction and stage terminology and pointers about...
2: What kind of stage terminology? Oh... I used to be of the theater myself.
5: Well... (laughs)
2: Will you learn diction? How, how do they teach that?
5: We do exercises.
2: You mean like cross-country running? Yeah.
5: No, no. We, we Let's hear one
2: of your exercises. Go ahead.
5: Well, we have one that goes, to, I have to laugh to see the cough, go up the path a mile and a half to take a bath. <laughs>
2: now, isn't that pretty silly? How do you expect a line to be an actor saying that?
5: Well, that's to practice the Italian A.
2: Oh, the Italian A, yeah. huh? Well, you know, that's kind of out of style now in this country. We don't say bath and cough anymore in America.
5: No, well, see, the uh, play we're doing has a lot of English dialect to it.
2: Have you been in any plays at your school?
0: Pretty classy stuff,
2: huh? You thought it was in Vaudeville, huh? Oh, Vaudeville, I forgot. Have you been in any plays at your school? This school happens to be in Boston. Have you been in any plays at your school? <laughs>
5: Well, uh, yes, I'm in the play now that we're you, You're doing in that. a play now? Yes.
2: What, what is the name of this takey? Uh, this uh,
5: <laughs> this <laughs> opus. It's called Peg of My Heart.
2: Peg of My Heart, huh? Yes. Eh? Right here, she hasn't got a leg to stand on.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, uh, Phil, what is your ambition after you graduate from school? I would like to be a
3: comedian.
0: LAUGHTER Known
2: as the Thrust Mortal. Eh?
0: <laughs>
2: well, you have a good start. You uh, you already have this show.
4: Uh...
0: <laughs> Why would
2: you like to be a comedian? Eh?
0: Well, it's it's a lot of fun to see the people
2: in the audience laugh and have a gay time, and there's besides... always room for a good comedian, That's but not right. on the same program with me.
0: Eh? <laughs> well, to be a
2: comedian, you uh, you got to have some jokes, Bill. I have jokes
0: <laughs> You have jokes? Yes
2: You mean I have a choice?
0: Uh, <laughs> what category
2: would you like? Boy, am I glad I got that annuity, huh?
0: <laughs> You pick your own category, huh? <laughs> Go ahead well, uh, I'll tell you the one about the time I went hunting. I once shot an elephant in my pajamas. How he ever got in them, I'll never know. <laughs> That's
2: a good joke, all right. Uh, is, uh, is that uh, your own joke? No. It's one of yours. <laughs> All right, once I shot an elephant in my pajamas. How he got in my pajamas, I'll never know. <laughs> That's some animal crackers, huh? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Then we try to remove the tusks. That goes on for me. We couldn't. We They're very tough, the tusks in Africa. Of course, in, in Alabama, the Tuscaloosa.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I will now be sued by Kaufman and Riskin. Huh? <laughs> Well, I, I, I've learned a lot from you two kids here tonight, and certainly more than I ever learned in school. <laughs> and now you're going to play your bet your life. You beat our other two couples, you'll get a chance at the $1,500 DeSoto Plymouth question. Can't tell you how much our other couples won, but Fenneman is
1: offstage to remind our listeners. The greeting card writer and the man who sells gadgets are still ahead with $185. Here
2: we go. Let's say Ohio can build you $20. Now, you selected slogans. Here's your first question. How much of the 20 will you try? Ten. 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 You don't consult with Phil here at all, huh? Well, I
5: Let's
2: get together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ten's okay. That's okay. fine. Ah, to be 49 again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I
2: stole that from Chief Justice Holmes. So. What product uses the slogan the pause that refreshes?
0: Uh, Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> Your kids are on your way.
2: You have $30. You got $30. Remember, you're going for 1500 dollars tonight. Now, how much of the $30 will you bet on your second question? <laughs> I don't think I can't make it exciting, eh? <laughs> <laughs> We've decided on $25. You've decided on $25. Well, what product uses the slogan the candy with a hole in the middle? I know. Uh life
0: savers. Life
2: savers. Life <laughs> savers. You have $55. $55, and here's your third question. How much of the $55? 50. What product uses the slogan "When it rains, it pours"?
0: Morton Salt. Morton Salt. <clears throat> well, really up
2: there now, they have one hundred and five dollars. You know, one hundred and five dollars. is your last chance to be the other couple. How much will you bet? All of it, I guess. All of it. That's the time to gamble when you're seventeen and sixteen.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: what product uses the slogan "The beer that made Milwaukee famous"? Schlitz. Schlitz is
0: absolutely high.
1: <laughs> And you wind up. Schlitz
0: is absolutely high. <laughs> uh,
1: they do wind up with $210. That means that they get the chance with their $210, they get the chance at the DeSoto Plymouth Big Question. <laughs>
2: Well, now, in just a minute, you two are going to have a chance to win
0: $1,500.
1: Friends, what makes it possible for a car owner to get really expert service at a DeSoto Plymouth dealer?s Well, for one thing, the training their service mechanics get. Training in the latest factory methods. Not just when they first go to work for a DeSoto Plymouth dealer but constant training to keep them up on the new service and maintenance methods that are constantly coming out of the factory. Also, DeSoto Plymouth servicemen work with factory-engineered and inspected Mopar parts. And they have a large stock of these parts on hand. In addition, they have speedy access to a nationwide system of parts depots. All these things are important to you as a car owner. And there's no better time than now for you to take advantage of the better care your car gets when you drive in where you see the sign of a DeSoto Plymouth dealer.
0: <music>
1: Groucho, here's our winning couple of high school kids, all set for the $1,500 DeSoto Plymouth question. Are you kids ready? Here we go for
2: $1,500. I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you. Think carefully and no help in the audience. Here it is. One of our states touches the boundaries of eight other states. It originally was known as the state of Franklin. What state is this?
5: Pennsylvania.
2: Is that the answer yeah. um, so you two we haven't arrived yet? Eh? Well you have to, as the bell is rung, yeah. Oh. I'm, I'm sorry, it's, uh, it's Tennessee. You were a long way from it, huh? <laughs> the correct answer is Tennessee. So that means uh, the big question next week will be worth $2,000. Well, you lost the big money, but you won how much? $210 for right. the quiz? Yeah. Congratulations and thanks to both of you and to all of our contestants on the show today.
0: <laughs>
1: Plymouth <laughs> Folks, here's a reminder from the National Safety Council. Drive slow in rain, sleet, or snow. You Bet Your Life, transcribed from Hollywood, is produced by John Goodell. Directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding.